0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. So today we are actually diving into dental. And, uh, obviously this is not because we're dentists, but, uh, but it's primarily because we think it is really valuable information to start thinking about is some type of dental procedure potentially playing a role in the onset of symptoms that you started experiencing? So we do pretty in-depth consultations when we work with our patients. And we ask a variety of different questions. But the biggest thing is, is we're always trying to put together a timeline. Uh, A lot of people state, you know, I was healthy. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't. And I don't really know what happened. I don't know what the shift was. But I just felt like I woke up one day, my body was falling apart. And very often when you start to ask better questions and you dig a bit deeper, you start to realize that there is sometimes specific things that happened around the time period that the symptoms started. And I want you guys to understand that this is not necessarily about um, some type of dental work being the, the primary issue. It's usually that there is something that acts as a catalyst in order to take the body Just over a threshold and allows a lot of symptoms to come to the surface that have maybe been mild or infrequent. And what I mean by that is, you know, occasional stomach pains, occasional bloating, occasional brain fog, occasional fatigue, occasional sleep issues. A lot of us are experiencing these things, but they come and go. Our blood work looks good. So we're like, ah, well, you know, I'm getting older. I have bad genes. My grandma doesn't sleep. You know, all the excuses that we make. And uh, then, you know, we, we feel like, okay, it's no big deal. We're fine. You know, I just need to, you know, lay off the sugar. I need to, you know, stop drinking as much caffeine but then, you know, we get to this point in time that all of a sudden we are so fatigued we can barely function. You know, we're falling asleep at work and, you know, we're we're waking up in the middle of the night. We can't get back to sleep or we can't fall asleep. And, you know, now the bloating is even happening after we drink water. And we're like, what the heck is going on in my body? And the catalyst that takes your body over the edge could be a variety of different things. It could be stress. It can be a loss of a loved one. It could be a loss of a pet. It could have been a bad virus that you got. But sometimes it can also be linked to dental work. And the dental work, uh, we're going to go into all of the aspects of it and, you know, some of the things that can act as a stressor. But the dental work, it's not that you had it and one week later all these symptoms manifest. Sometimes it could be. A couple of months and sometimes it could be a few years
1: yeah i was blown away about how important just your oral cavity was you know it's like we're all taught growing up just brush your teeth floss yeah. every day all these things but like i never really realized the capacity on how like just how much everything is affected by your oral cavity and it it really wasn't until i got deep into um, a part of a therapy that we do at the office called muscle testing uh that when I really truly realized the depths of this, um, because I found from um, one of our mentors, Dr. Klinghart, mm-hmm. he gave an actual sheet uh, for us to be able to look at as we're muscle testing. And it had the correlations of every single tooth is connected to a different nerve. And it's also connected to a different meridian system. It's connected mm-hmm. to different actual physical organs, connected to different muscles. So yeah. th- the the best part about it is through muscle testing. And, you know, it's like sometimes people are coming in with a pain in a certain area of the body. And just through really quick looking at that chart, you can see if there's a challenge that connected uh, tissues, teeth, all these different things mm-hmm. and seeing if it's part of that process or not.
0: Well, one of the teeth that most of us get removed is our wisdom teeth. And what's fascinating about the wisdom teeth is that they are connected to the small intestine and they're also connected to the pituitary gland. So the small intestine is a part of the digestive system where most of your nutrients are absorbed. And we are currently living in an epidemic of gut issues, and a lot of people that are struggling to absorb their nutrients, they're not absorbing B vitamins, you know, they're they're deficient in a lot of different things. So I'm not going to sit here and say that every single person that has had their wisdom teeth removed have a, has a small intestine issue, but it's more important to understand, you know, did were those teeth impacted? Were they infected? Did they end up with what's called a dry socket through the healing process, meaning the blood clot? Uh, mobilized out and it took longer to heal. So things like that can definitely create more stress on the meridian or the nerve, which can definitely cause a higher probability to have gut issues. So if you literally go on Google and you search tooth meridian chart, you'll be fascinated because we look at this regularly and you know, we'll have patients, and we'll they'll we'll ask about their dental history, and you know, sometimes the history is, oh, um, I had a root canal that you know ended up going bad, and I ended up having to get the tooth pulled, or hey, I had this tooth pulled, or hey, this tooth literally deteriorated and like rotted out of my mouth, or um, I ended up getting a really significant infection that turned into an abscess in this tooth. Or I had a cavity that cracked and the filling cracked and it started to leach chemicals, which we'll talk about as well. So there's a variety of ways that it can look in order to create stress on that meridian. And, you know, if somebody's like, Hey, you know, it's this tooth. I'll look at what organ it's attached to and I'll say, you know, do you, are you experiencing X, Y, Z? And they're looking at me like, Yeah. I am. And do you have shoulder pain? Yeah. And and it's crazy. And then I'm like, well, you know, we obviously have to do further testing to look at the big picture, but, you know, this might actually be correlated to something that is currently happening in your mouth or um, a previous uh, type of therapy or or surgery or intervention that you've already experienced.
1: Yeah, it's pretty diverse because, I mean, it's looking at uncorrelated things and actually making them correlated. And then there's the easy things that you can correlate through. Yeah, it's like, you know, you just had surgery and now all the lymphs and everything is going to be inflamed at the same part. And if you already had a thyroid issue and the lymphs already clogged up.
0: Okay, it's... before you go there, this is assuming everybody knows anatomy. <laughs> so for you guys that are, are, want to follow what Nick's about to say, is that. First of all, your mouth is the start of your digestive system. So that's number one, is understanding that your mouth is not independent of your digestive system. But if you Just have... Just one big tube. starts yeah.
1: at your mouth and ends at your anus. <laughs> hmm.
0: So if you have bleeding gums, if you've had a lot of root canals, if you've had a lot of dental infections, chances are these different bacterias or other organisms have made their way into your digestive system, number one. Um, which can definitely be linked to indigestion, heartburn, ulcers. But in addition to that is when we're talking about the mouth, we're talking about connections to the sinuses, connections to the tonsils, connections to the lymph nodes of your neck, which primarily are the glands that hurt when we get sick. So when you get sick and, you know, you have a fever and you're like, oh, my neck is killing me. That is because now the lymph nodes are swollen dealing with whatever organism your body is fighting. So there is a lot of connection that can be happening based off of your oral health.
1: So as I was saying, (laughs) the lymph nodes in your neck, uh, they're really like mini trash cans uh that really debris uh all these bad things quote unquote uh, get packaged up to be able to take out and if those garbage cans get full then there has to be somewhere else to um, be able to put this inflammation the toxins infections and unfortunately the thyroid like we've talked about in previous ones uh sometimes crossfire it's a good guy in a bad neighborhood Um, that gets that crossfire where the infections, instead of going to the lymph, will go and actually end up hanging out in the thyroid. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Like Nick said, is it's the thyroid is centrally located in your, in your neck and it is surrounded by lymph nodes. It's surrounded by your tonsils. So if you're. You know, lymph nodes and your tonsils are getting overly saturated with different types of bacteria or organisms. Eventually, you might have nodules on your thyroid. You might have an autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's or Graves. And it's because now the thyroid is inflamed. It's getting larger. It's what they call a goiter. So definitely listen to to some of our previous thyroid podcasts where we dive deeper into this mechanism. But you have to consider anatomy when it comes to different symptoms. Because just looking at the anatomy, you realize that there's not all these independent things going on. It's not that you have seasonal allergies, and you have bad tonsils, and you have a thyroid condition. Because all of those things are very, very, very much connected. And one of the ways you know you have tonsil issues is if you um, have large tonsils, number one. They're only large if they are holding bacteria or even undigested food. Um, and then also if you get those lovely tonsil stones, um, those are when those white things pop out of your tonsils. And if you smash, God forbid you smash them, they smell horrible. And they smell horrible because they are pockets of bacteria. So this is something that I personally dealt with as a kid, and I just had no idea what it was. I just, you know, was like, oh, this this happens to me. But it was because I had a condition actually called Quincy. And Quincy is when you have strep bacterial abscesses that are in the crypts of your tonsils. So this is not like you looked at the back of my throat and I had white patches. The strep was inside of the crypts of the tonsils. So this is definitely more common than people realize and can play a very significant role in your thyroid health. It can play a significant role in your immune health and your neurological health as well.
1: Or you could be like me and it gets backed up so much it affects your ears.
0: Yes, which is another podcast that we actually want to do is is really um, – talking more about pediatric cases dealing with, uh, you know, getting tubes in the ears and a variety of procedures to, you know, remove the tonsils and understanding that there's a bigger picture behind it. But, you know, coming back to dental is... Just a couple of things to look out for is if your gums bleed and if you're just like, well, they only bleed when I brush hard or when I floss, they shouldn't bleed. So if they're bleeding, it's because there is some type of inflammation usually connected to something that should not be in the mouth. And if that's a bacteria or a fungus, you can even have parasites in your mouth, not to totally freak you guys out. Mm -hmm. But if you have a pet that licks you in the face, chances are you have a bunch of stuff in your mouth that you don't want in there. But uh, in addition, uh, uh, one thing that I ask a lot of my patients is, um, I know this might seem off topic, but do you drool um, when you sleep? And they're like, yeah, I do a lot. And one of the signs of drooling is actually that you have um, your parotid glands are not functioning properly. The parotid glands actually make enzymes to help you break down your food. So breakdown of food actually starts in your mouth. It gets pre-broken down, then it goes into the stomach, and your stomach acid and the enzymes of your stomach continue to break down the food. So it should be broken down pretty effectively by the time it makes its way into your small intestine, and that's really where you're going to have more of your nutrient absorption. So if you have issues with your parotid glands, you're not going to be breaking down food effectively, and then it puts a lot more stress on your stomach which then can create more um, of a probability to get reflux, indigestion, heartburn, GERD, and other types of um, gastrointestinal discomfort.
1: Pretty much every other commercial you see on TV.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Tums, Prevacid, Prilosec, Nexium. Uh, I would say most men that I've personally worked with over the age of uh, 40, 45, they're all on Nexium or some type of proton pump inhibitor. And um, and most of the time, it's actually lack of stomach acid. And that's you know a topic in itself. But it's just important to understand that issues in the mouth can very, very much connect to the gut. And another really crazy thing is that when we have an abundance of um, fillings, fillings, implants, sealants, even braces, uh, all of these materials contain different types of chemicals and metals. So one of the primary metals that's in your white fillings, yes, the ones that we're told are really safe and better, um, one of the primary metals is actually cadmium and palladium. So those are both classified as heavy metals. And then we have the silver fillings that most of us above the age of 35 have had at some point, and these are actually classified as amalgam that contain mercury. So when you think in your mind, well, I've had these forever, they can't possibly be causing a problem. The longer you've had them, the more worn down they are, the more likely they're detached from your tooth or the more likely they're cracked. And the more worn down they are, the more likely they are giving off vapor and leaching into your glands and also leaching into your stomach. So if you're the person who's been on all of the prescriptions for your GERD, your you know um, ulcer, your stomach acid issues, or you've even tried to take supplements, or you've you know done different pre- excuse me procedures, you've worked with integrative doctors, you've changed your diet, and nothing is helping, it's probably because you actually have heavy metals in your gut. This is way more common than people realize, and it's something that you can definitely deal with and recover from. But if you have a um, boatload of what we call Terminator teeth, mm-hmm. <laughs> aka a ton of silver fillings, then you know, you're know you going to have a continuous problem and you're going to feel like you're on a merry-go-round of not getting better.
1: It was interesting. We had dinner the other night and uh, we just started talking about what we love, our profession. And the guy sitting next to us uh, was like, he gave the 80-20 rule and how pretty much doesn't matter what discipline you're in, uh, the top 20% of that field is gonna be amazing, and 80% are really just going by the industry standards. And the same things with dentistry. So it's like, it's not just, oh, I have these things run to your typical common dentist. It's really about searching out that top 20%, which is in a whole new field uh, today. And Mm -hmm. it's called biological dentistry. Mm -hmm. So it's really about if you have these things to be able to go to somebody with an expertise that Mm -hmm. really can help you. Because if you go the lower 80%, uh, you can have actually and create even more problems and symptoms uh, because there's just... When you're dealing with, especially mercury, uh, mercury in itself, uh, it becomes both a liquid and a gas uh, inside of us. So it's, you have to. Because of
0: the heat, because Uh, of of our body temperature.
1: So you have to be very, very extremely careful. They're literally in hazmat suits, pretty much, Mm -hmm. as they're not only helping to detox you because they don't want to personally um, have any of these detriments as well, the neurotoxins.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that is we're in this day and age right now that we're hearing about the silver fillings not being great. So we are often, you know, going to the dentist and saying, hey, should I get these out? Should I swap them for the white fillings? And usually the answer is yes. And what's happening from there is that we're going in, we're having these traditional dentists make the swap, and they're not necessarily using the proper precautions. And depending on how many fillings you have, there has been a select few cases that have come through our doors that have had um, their fillings removed. And I'm talking upwards of eight silver fillings that were removed and replaced with the white, all in one sitting. So that is a lot of fillings, and that is a lot of opportunity for this mercury to become vapor and get absorbed into the tissues, including neurological system. And uh, in one particular case, we had a male that three months prior, or I'm sorry, three months after having eight of his silver replaced with the white, um, he was diagnosed with the early stages of Parkinson's. And don't get me wrong, this guy had a lot of other stuff going on. Um, between cardiovascular issues. He had other types of gut issues and toxicity issues. But this specific procedure was just the straw that broke the camel's back, and his body getting flooded with the mercury was just too much. It was too much for the nervous system. It was too much for the immune system. And the body just went into this emergency state, and, uh, and it caused really severe ramifications on his neurological system. So it's really, really important to understand that if you or a loved one has had this very abrupt neurological diagnosis or an abrupt tremor or abrupt memory loss is thinking like, have I had any type of dental procedures that could have been a catalyst to these symptoms? And the other thing too that we've personally learned over time, um, having colleagues that are dentists is that this is not even just about the fillings. This is also about root canals. And, uh, root canals are thought to be, okay, well, the root is compromised. So go in, remove the root and, you know, uh, put a crown on it and you're all good in the hood. But um what has come to light through the colleagues that we have in the biological dentistry world is that when you look at the anatomy of the tooth, is that you have this center, you know, you have the tooth, and in the center of the tooth, you have this hole, essentially, or this cavity where the root is. But coming off of that main cavity are hundreds of teeny, 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 teeny little um, canals. And those little canals is where the bacteria will pool because it's thought that, you know, a root canal is not an infection, that only it can become an infection, but it's not necessarily an infection. And from our colleagues in the dental world, they said every root canal is an infection, but the infection is hiding in those teeny little canals that are off of the root So, every root canal should technically be a tooth that's pulled. And that's kind of a crazy thought when you really think about it, is that, you know, there are people, one of my recent patients, she had 10 root canals uh, at one time. And, you know, there's definitely serious neurological complications that she has. And again, it's not just the dental. There is a lot of other factors, but her body was under serious stress. And then that was just like the icing on the cake that her body went into like a straight survival, fight or flight, like haywire state. And she was, you know, practically bedridden for a couple of years. So it's a, it's just really interesting and it's something that I think a lot of people need to be aware of because you know we have some women even that come to us after having dental a bunch of dental procedures that now have a new thyroid condition they're losing all their hair they have massive postpartum depression after having a baby and it's not just oh you just have a thyroid problem it's because you have a toxicity problem that is affecting the thyroid from dental work you've received.
1: Or it could be going back and looking like, you know, you said that one was connected to the pituitary. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, is from the HPA access, the HPT axis, you know, is that pituitary? Is that what's messed up there from mm-hmm. the oral cavity, but that's what's actually affecting the thyroid or the adrenals or even the reproductive system with hormones for the HPG access, so.
0: Yeah, and it's unfortunate because a lot of um, young women are getting their wisdom teeth removed during, um, you know, the onset of their hormones or their hormones changing. So so if you, you know, it could be a perfect storm is, you know, right when a woman is moving into, you know, her menstrual cycle and then if she has all of her wisdom teeth removed, that can definitely cause um, some significant hormonal imbalances that then create really bad PMS, or terrible cramping, or really heavy bleeding. And guys, it's not always this cut and dry, but it's always something to be considered uh as, you know, being part of the puzzle as well. And, uh, and understanding that not, it's not that, you know, every filling is or every dental procedure is classified as safe. And it's, You know, why would they ever put anything in our mouth that isn't? It's just unfortunate that when it comes to the world and especially in the US, the way that we are testing and approving chemical compounds is there really is not proper studies being done, proper testing being done. So there are a lot of chemicals that are on the market that are being used in dentistry. They're being used in our personal products. They're being used in our home cleaning supplies. They're being used in everything. And, you know, later down the line, they're like, ooh, yeah, sorry, that's bad. Yeah, we found out that causes cancer. It's even asbestos. There's still asbestos in people's homes. And, you know, after years upon years of using it, they're like, yeah, well sorry guys, you know, you're all gonna get lung cancer now. <laughs> it's just it's crazy. It's just not um it's it's a world that we would expect is being uh regulated properly and it's just not always being regulated the way that we would expect.
1: No, and you can't you can't put that foundational trust into that governing system. So it's like you have to Really just look at yourself and take the best care you can for, you know, it's like, is your immune system functioning optimal? And, mm-hmm. you know, do those detox pathways, are they functioning great? Because we're always going to be learning something, you know, it's like Teflon used to be amazing and now we learn that, eh, not so much. Yeah. Um, so it's like, we're all going to make decisions in life that sometimes don't turn out to serve us the best. But if we're constantly being preventative on our own health and our detox and Mm -hmm. how our immune system is reacting, then, you know, those little things never become a big problem.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm happy that you said that, too, because, you know, there's patients that constantly are asking us, you know, I I really want to get these silver fillings out of my mouth. You know, I know that they're bad. You know, what do I do? Um, how do I do it, et cetera? And, you know, we usually will recommend them, depending on where they live, to a biological dentist that we, we know and trust. But we also, you know, some of the patients were like, Hey, this is, this is something that we want to explore, but not yet. And that's really based off of their testing, um, their physical evaluation, because if they have really inflamed sinuses and they have overloaded tonsils that are saturated with strep, and maybe they have really clogged lymph nodes through the neck all the way into the armpit, then we're, that means those detox pathways are not working. So we're not going to say, hey, okay, go get all these fillings removed and let's hope for the best. Instead, it's let's do a little foundational groundwork. Let's get these pathways working. Let's decrease some of the inflammation. Let's make sure the garbage cans can handle it. And then from there, you know, we can set you up when it's the right time to potentially, you know, get this procedure done through a trusted dentist. And a lot of them are like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. So it's really, it's all about timing. So don't listen to this podcast and just go and get all of your fillings removed. Please don't do that. Um, Because it can definitely, it can backfire. So it's always about timing and it's always about strategy. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. You. <laughs> um, and also, too, for those of you that are maybe looking for an at-home tip to get, your, get the ball rolling, is um, one of the things that we uh, recommend to a lot of our patients, we use it ourselves, is it's called uh, Detox, D-O, D-E-O. It is through a company called Biopure. And uh, you can actually, if you head over to our site, integrativewellnessgroup.com, and you go to the current patients tab, um, we actually have a... Uh, links to all of our trusted supplement vendors and uh, Biopure is on there. But they specifically have this deodorant that they've created that helps you detox your lymph nodes and uh, glands. So it's very, very helpful in the event that you're trying to clean up the lymphatic system of the neck. So you pretty much rub it all over the neck before you go to bed. You rub it into the armpits and even down um, underneath the collarbones because that's the pattern of your lymph nodes. So that's definitely something that you can start using that's really, really helpful. Uh, One of our favorite companies that makes chlorella is called Energy Bits. Uh, Chlorella has been proven to be amazing at binding um, heavy metals and different types of chemical toxicities. So this is something that can actually help with um, cleaning that up in your gut, but if you chew it, it actually will help to eradicate out saturation Heavy metals that are in your gums and also bacterias. So unfortunately, my dad. It was a couple of weeks ago, and well, I think it was was it New Year's,
1: yeah. but
0: he uh, he came out. He's like, yeah, my tooth is killing me, and then he turned and looked at me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and his whole face was so swollen but i was like dad smile and he when he was trying to smile his face was drooping so the bacteria was getting into his nerve and i was like and he's like is this bad and i'm like um it's not great yeah we're we're going <laughs> to just deal with it tomorrow and i just literally took a packet of chlorella out of my purse and i'm like just chew this right now chew this um but between Chewing the chlorella and then we also gave him a product called Paraclear B from Physician Standard and we had him take a scoop of coconut oil for uh, oil pulling, uh, if you guys are unaware of what that is, is you take, traditionally you'll take coconut oil, about a, te- a tablespoon of it. You swish it around the mouth for uh, 20 minutes. Yes, it's a very long time. And then uh, you spit it out and it binds to a lot of toxins. But if you actually pair that with uh, the Paraclear B is it amps it up and it has antimicrobial benefits. So it'll start eradicating any like harmful bacteria out of the mouth. So between that and the chlorella, um, his tooth completely resolved and he actually didn't need to move forward with, um, any dental procedures because his tooth completely healed. So, um, so actually speaking of that is many of us have been told since we were kids, don't eat too much sugar because it's going to rot your teeth. And it's true, but a myth and i say that because too much sugar is obviously not good for anything let alone teeth but one of the primary issues is that most cavities are driven by bacteria and sugar feeds bacteria so the sugar is a problem but it's somewhat of an in an indirect way uh, so definitely taking that into consideration is, you know, if you have kids that their teeth are a mess and they constantly have cavities, is it's not always just about the sugar. It is also about bacteria that is in the gums or in the teeth that is being fed by the sugar consumption. Right now. You wanna tell everybody about the favorite toothpaste?
1: Um, Biocidin?
0: Dental Cidin.
1: Dental. Well, it's from Biocidin, but it's called Dental Cidin. Mm-hmm. Is- well,
0: technically, the company is Biobotanical, but they're known for their Biocidin. They've had it in a liposomal form, they've had it in a um, tincture form. And they just uh, took the Biocidin formulation and they made it into a toothpaste, which has been awesome. So the toothpaste is called Dental Sidin, And that has been a really, really amazing product for people to also have another added tool to clear out harmful bacterias or toxins that are in the mouth and in the gums.
1: And if you want to take it up another notch, uh, this is, I mean, you can do it with oil pulling or sometimes you can just put a drop or two of that Paraclear on to the dental side and a toothbrush that works really well as well
0: and my last tip is for those of you that were listening the whole time and said oh man i drool all the time what am i going to do about it uh an amazing product from standard process it's called parotid pmg it is uh classified as a protomorphogen of the parotid gland so not to gross you out but it is a parotid gland that is sourced from an animal um dehydrated down and made into a supplement so not vegan friendly, but it works like a charm. So if you take parotid PMG and you chew it, it will restore the function of your parotid glands and you can monitor your own progress because you will notice that you are not drooling anymore. You also might notice that you have fresher breath. You might also notice that um, you're digesting your food better. You're having less reflux, heartburn, et cetera. So that is also an amazing tip to take advantage of but um so clearly you know the biggest point of us giving you guys this t- these tips is to understand that there are a million options <laughs> there are so many options out there that people are just completely unaware of and we rely on everything um all the conventional methods and therapies but you know from getting rid resolving cavities to resolving bleeding gums receding gum lines uh, abnormally large tonsils thyroid conditions there is a lot that can be done through different alternatives. Um, so it's really, really amazing for you guys to understand this. And then obviously, if you can't do it on your own, that is where integrative wellness comes in, is giving you better testing to really know exactly what your body needs. Because uh, we don't guess, we test. Man of many words, Carruthers. <laughs> so we hope that this was extremely helpful and that you guys have some awesome tools to take away. Uh, One of our next episodes, we are going to be focusing more on pediatric issues that involve the ears, the sinuses, the throat, and understanding what are some of the alternatives that are out there to resolve what your kids are struggling with and to also understand the ramifications that can develop later down the line if you don't support those systems in the right way. All right, guys, we will see you next week. We thank you for being a listener and subscriber to Integrative Wellness Radio. If you're looking to learn more about Integrative Wellness Group as well as Dr. Nick or Dr. Nicole, you can check out integrativewellnessgroup.com.